Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You know what that means. Boom. <laughs> We're here back. We and it's mm. it's been a while. Before we get started, guys, this episode is brought to you by Attack. Chenzo's guys are all over this app. Shane Griffith, Real Woods, these guys are crushing it. They're doing a college preseason showdown challenge. If you don't follow Attack, A-T-A-C are they really? dot app, they're all over it. Yeah, you I know, know I that? see my guys are. I, I didn't know about the challenge, though. What's the challenge? Oh, yeah. There's a challenge. They're competing for like $5,000 maybe. I forgot what the number is. But like whoever's at the top of the leaderboard, Trent Hid leads in there. There's a bunch of guys in there. Um, Pat Glory, I think Sebastian Rivera. Bunch of college studs are in there competing for some cash. So it's good. Attack is killing it with – it's a training app for competitive athletes. There's all sorts of AI and custom-built programs so you can train, sleep, eat, work out better. Awesome app. That's who sponsors this podcast. We're grateful for that. So go download the Attack app. Chenzo, it's been a while since you've been on here. Yeah, it has been. been when was uh, the last since... time you were on? I was before trials. Wow, was it really? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. You know, we've been we've been hustling out here. We've been uh, we've been a little busy. Yeah, I saw that. You've got like, and just so you know. Becca, for those who don't know, maybe don't listen to my wife, she wears the Stanford wrestling gear just as much as I do. And we wear it so much that we're now putting it on, not knowing that like we match. Like I'll put I it on that. and come down and start that. working. She'll get up, go shower, come down, say good morning, and she's wearing the same shirt. <laughs> Greg, you need to get some Stanford gear to wear at Penn State practice. I do. I mean, they they might not like that, but I don't think they would either. I mean, I probably wouldn't like another one of my guys wearing Penn State stuff at our practice, so that makes sense. No, you might. Dual yeah, dual citizenship. Day, dual citizenship I'm, is okay. Hey, if it's if it's like RTC practice over the summer, like go right ahead. Like I don't no, care. Big deal. But All yeah, right, that's fine. We're in season. With Stanford practice for Stanford stuff. Chenzo, before we dive too much into Kirk Fleet, because I am so excited to talk to him about him, and I want to talk to both of you guys about the World Championships. Um, I did see that you posted yesterday, and obviously this is now not just a Penn State podcast. It is a Stanford podcast. So yeah. two things. Let, let's let people know. One, tickets are on sale. I saw for the Oklahoma State duel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We sold Stanford Wrestling sold their first ever tickets like yesterday, whenever that was. Yeah, whenever we, you know, uh, released the link for that. So I was pretty excited. Do you um, think it's because Luke some- Gardner is coming? Because I did see he made a special appearance promise. Luke Gardner will be here for the match, and you know maybe maybe more. We'll see. Um, we've been we've been Shoot, talking to him maybe, a little bit. Maybe more is Luke, that? Maybe more. Maybe more. You know, his his um, wisdom and expertise go a long way. Now I don't want to say that Nico time. listens to this podcast, but Nico listens to this podcast. He does. And if man. Nico thinks you're stealing from i i don't know i don't want to know nothing um yeah so yeah get get those tickets guys if you're in the cali area or go out for a trip i know or if or if or if you're not and you just want to come out for the match uh we have a golf outing the day before so that's what yeah so we have golf out of the 12th home opener the 13th and we're doing a youth club and coaches club youth clinic and coaches clinic the whole weekend so it's going to be a it's gonna be fireworks. I'm, I'm not, trying to get out. I'm not. There. I'm not leaving my bed on on Monday. That's another thing. Like, I'm, catch, but the day after? No, two days after. Because we have a clinic on on Sunday too. Got it. So it's gonna be a fun weekend. So you're going hard. I, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try to get out there. 
I'm still trying to fandangle it. I think Becca will be 20, like seven, 28 weeks. So we have nice. a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Going to make sure that it's kosher to fly, which I'm, I'm sure it is. So we're, we're, we're on the fence, but right. definitely if Safety you can first. get to it. Yeah. Safety if you first. can get to it, get to it. Sure. So guys, world championships, let's talk about that for a few minutes. I Big think Greg, it's, I think, think it's only right to start with Thomas Gilman, right? Yeah. Like Gilman's a gangster. I He's feel like, like I feel like calling him a gangster is almost like a little insulting. <laughs> like, really? He's just above whatever that is. Oh, he's <laughs> he's he's so awesome. I just love watching him just be a person. He's I just, don't know that I was happier for anybody more than I was him. And I'm happy for people like Burroughs. Like I am super happy for some of these guys. Mm-hmm. Gilman winning that thing was just like it was it wasn't close at all either. He was never like and never even really in a match maybe his finals match but like even then was so dominant like ivan freestyle wrestling big russian uh twitter guy he was asking people like what match they want the most and it was like taylor yazdani taylor dake um dake sitikoff or gilman yugaev and i'm like gilman yugaev 100 like either that or dake and sitikoff yeah yeah, but I want Gilman. Like, I don't know if they can beat Sitikov. I, I know Gilman I can beat Big you. Greg go. versus that Iranian guy, though. Czar? That's what I want to see. Yeah. yeah I'm for that. I, I put out a thing. So Tear him up, double leg his ass. Exactly. So, somebody yeah. tweeted out, like, how do we make Czar and Gable happen? I'm like, oh, I have him enroll Penn State. And, of course, I have such a Penn State audience. So like, what? So Greg can can beat him and he can be his backup. I'm <laughs> like, guys, this is all hypothetical. <laughs> like, you really think I'm thinking about a wrestle off? Golly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm super, super happy for Gilman. Um, he did amazing. Dayton fix looked incredible. I think he outscored he everybody. 41 points. He looked awesome. Yeah. I, he I mean, and he he had one of the best guys in the world in the finals. So, I mean, that just shows – and he wrestled super competitively. That just shows you where he's at right now. Yeah, yeah I, I think he's right there. Same it's with Yanni. Be, like, it's I know be he, tough for Dayton when he walks into Maples Arena, though, on November 13th, let me tell you. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got something ready for him. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Yanni D, I love Yanni. He's one of my guys. I have to remind myself how young he is. Mm-hmm. That he he's gonna have such a successful career still, and still he's so young. But yeah. I know how bad he wants that. He's so freestyle savvy. But yeah, he'll be back. There, yeah, he'll be back many times. Um, James Green, I don't really know what to say. He didn't look that good. Was in a hard weight class. Had a lot of a lot of guys. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Dake. Dake Sinikoff, I really, really, really want to see. Yeah, so does everybody. I mean, like the, it'll ha- it'll happen at some point, right? Yeah, like it'll we happen. haven't we haven't seen Dake in a fully loaded weight class. Like he was at seventy nine, now he's at seventy four without like all the Olympic medalists. I really want to see that. Yeah, I I do too. I mean, like you know that that Olympic weight class he was at was nuts, um, but. I, I'd like to see him wrestle Sadikov. I mean, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. A lot of those guys didn't wrestle at the Worlds, and, you know, that's fine. Um, I'm sure it's very hard to turn around like that and go, you know, be at the top of your 100%. game. 100%. And then, and then try to go be at the top of your game again. And Sadikov, like, like, from my understanding, it's like he's not afraid of Dake, which Dake's one of the best in the world. I, I don't know that you should be there's, afraid of him, but, like, there's no way he's a, he's afraid of people at, at his work. Not like afraid, but like there's no incentive. Like, oh, I got to go beat Dake. Like, no, I why, think why, he's the man. Yeah, he has to go beat him. Correct. So I think that'll be that'll be a semifinal final match next year. That'll be good. Yeah, what did you think of Burroughs? Torres calf three weeks later wins the world championship. Big Greg, you're up. I thought he looked great. To be honest with you, I feel like Brandon Slade's doing something really good over there. I know a couple of the guys. Joey McKenna and those guys, and I just feel like his double legs back. Yeah, man, I I think Jordan Burroughs, I mean, you could definitely tell that he's been working with Brandon Slay. I mean, 
he looks the same, dude. Like, <laughs> like I'm sure they're I'm sure they're doing great stuff for him over there, but it's not like he's changed his wrestling style or something revolutionary. Yeah. He looks like freaking Jordan Burroughs. He looks awesome, doubling like, guys in the face. He does look back to like vintage Burroughs though. Like he looks like he's he's got these double legs going. He looks like he's. I mean, he's like blasting through people like he has has in a couple of years. I do think it's it is a huge improvement to have Mark Hall become your training partner. Huge improvement. Yeah, like I, I second that all day. And we one of the best one of the best training partners in the world. That that is such an amazing training combo that I tweeted out right after the match. Like we now have seen what Burroughs looks like training with Mark Hall. I can't wait to see what Mark Hall looks like training with Burroughs. Yeah, we'll get there. That I'm super excited for. Um, David Taylor's match was Yazdani and him are both, I think, like neck and neck, like pound for pound. They're both right there. Like, I wouldn't take David Taylor out of the top five pound for pound in the world because of that. Like, he just beat him at the Olympics, and this was such a close match. Like, him and Yazdani are both, I think, in the top five pound for pound in the world. Like, hats off to David Taylor for winning the Olympics and then turning around and then putting on the line, knowing this outcome could happen, you know, like, yeah. And he, I texted him after and he said, yeah, it's all about Paris meow and put a cat emoji. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. A cat emoji. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like he seems like he's fine. Um, yeah. No, I think Yazdani wrestled an absolutely terrific match and he looked unbelievable and they're going to wrestle again. And, yeah. Probably not just one more time. They'll probably wrestle multiple more times. And I'm I'm excited. They're gonna be great matches. What's Paris World Championships next year? Uh or Olympics. Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. 2024 and then LA yeah. 2028. Yeah. Yeah. I think the worlds are in like Serbia next year. Greg, you go to Serbia? Yeah. I'll yeah. All right. Cool. Heck yeah. Heck what do they yeah. have? What what's Serbia known for? What do they have? Those hats, those Russian hats, those cold Russian hats. Cold, yeah. <laughs> so are they Serbian hats? Well, there's both Serbian hats and Russian hats, I believe. So, how do you distinguish between the Hold two? On, let me look at yeah, Serbian this is, hat. This is what this is what Google's. No, a, a Serbian hat is nothing like the Russian hats. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> like if you search Russian hat, you get what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, not not quite. They're just kind of ball caps that say Serbia. On it. <laughs> it's just a hat with a Serbian flag, <laughs> or like, like old. That. Old military yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like uh, the hat that Greg's wearing, except it just says Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah. All right. Hmm. So what's that? What's Serbian food? I've never heard of anything about it. National dishes of yeah. Serbia include sarma, a mix of ground pork and beef with rice rolled in leaves of cabbage. Oh, there's a couple Serbian places near me. All right. Well, let's all go. I gotta go. We'll come out. Hey, you guys, you guys, you guys both come out for the for the Oklahoma State match. Greg, you too. I don't care if you're in season. We'll go. We'll go get some. We'll go get some Serbian food. What do you say? say? All right, cool. Um, Hey, hey, we can hang out over Christmas break, dude. I'll be in Pittsburgh. Yeah, then I'll be back then. I'll give you that work one more time. What in Madden? In Madden <laughs> re- wrestling, dodgeball, jujitsu. Hey, listen. So, me and Greg live together. He lives in my house currently, um, and we play. We played Madden, you know. And I would whoop him every time. Just whoop him. I didn't. I didn't know how to play. I was learning. You know, I had to get learning curve. And yeah. then for yeah. the day before I moved out for my going away present, he beat me by like forty points. In a game of Madden, <laughs> and I just can't wait to run it back. I can't wait. We we need to do it at some point. I can't. Yeah, I mean, you, the last they one. do play remotely now, right? Well, so he's a PlayStation. And I have an Xbox, mm. cross All right. platform. All right. So so we need to uh we need to run that back, and then and then we'll probably do some wrestling too. More important stuff. But oh, yeah. He's I'm too fast for him. We've oh, we've established we've established that 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 thumb block it gets in there. He has a good thumb block. I need to get back to Madden. I haven't played Madden in like 15 years. <laughs> you don't want to get all. back. In, that's not something you want to get back into. Just I get way too addictive. If I had like an mm-hmm. Xbox or a PlayStation in my office, like I would just sit here. And I used to play Call of Duty when I was on phone calls that went long and I got bored. And I would turn <laughs> on Call of Duty and just start playing zombies. That's fun. We could do that too. Um, 
I'm super into that. Jaden Cox, what'd you guys think? I think he looked good. Um, I think he ran into a very good wrestler. And I think that that match was officiated interestingly. I'll put it that way. Um, I think there, that happens a lot at the world championships, but it was good to see Jaden back out there wrestling another, you know, world medal, freaking awesome. And just like the rest of our guys, he's just going to keep getting better. And yeah, that's I mean, kinda, that's kind of what I saw from him. Five time world and Olympic medalist now. Yeah. Like, what unreal. a hammer. Unreal. Captain America, Kyle Snyder lost a, a tough one to Sedgulayev. I love Snyder, but Sedgulayev seems to be like widening the gap. He looks he looks almost unbeatable. I mean, I still every time they wrestle, I'm gonna pick Kyle. Hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> like, and I don't know if that's just me being stubborn or just me believing in him because I see the work he puts in. Well, we've known he's beat him before, so if yeah, you've done it before, before. It's possible to do it again. Sajulayev looks so much bigger than he did when they first wrestled. He I looks know. so much bigger and stronger. That that one match he lost to Snyder is his only loss since 2013. Who, who beat him in 2013? So I want to know. I tweeted it out. It was like some Ukrainian. I don't know if either if it was a juniors tournament or not. I think it was a Ukrainian. Um, no, Osmanov. Um, oh, yeah. Osmanov. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Don't you know that just like yeah, in the how, back of your head? How, how did I for Greg, you didn't know that? Are you kidding me? No, actually. Yeah, you, you got tech. I bet I bet Yanni. I bet Yanni would know that. Yanni can tell you exactly what takedown was used in the match. <laughs> that's that's um, disgusting. That's too much. <laughs> last last guy, and then we'll get to some Greg stuff. Um, Gwiz. I, I don't know, Greg. I'm curious on your take on on Gwiz and the heavyweight at the World Championships. Like, Gwiz is so good. And he didn't wrestle amazing. He seemed like he was very upset with himself afterwards. What was your take on heavyweight at the world championships? I think I think was did look good. He's been looking good training also. But I think sometimes it might be mindset, maybe. Maybe when he gets out there on the mat, maybe it's something's not clicking or it's not the right mindset. But I'm not him, so I could be completely off. But yeah. Other than that, I mean Everybody else was there. One, I have that match with him. Looking to get that one back, so that'd be a fun one. Yeah, and I think Gwiz is like so good. I think people forget how young he is. That like he's nowhere near being done. He's got a lot of time left. So I know he's hungry for more. I know you're going to be in the mix right there. So speaking of you, let let's dive into your career a little bit. I'm. I guess we'll start here. So much has gone on in state college. And I tweeted out like all the accolades. I think you even re I can't remember if you reshare or not, but maybe Gilman just did, but like the, the amount of success and accolades in state college is nuts. And even now you're seeing guys like Chenzo have like getting these coaching gigs, the amount of stuff happening from guys in state college is nuts. I'm curious for you who obviously apart from Chenzo, because this is biased and he's both of our guy. Who has impressed you the most this year in State College? In State College, I mean, can you really? You can't really even say just one guy impressed me the impressed me the most. I mean, everybody very impressive. David Taylor wrestled very impressive. Kyle Snyder very impressive. I mean, Aaron Carter, Roman Nickley, NCA is very impressive. Bo Bartlett, even that, very impressive. So, I mean, we've got a full room full of uh, killers, and we're going to get after people this year. <laughs> and so how about you? Who who do you think? Is there anybody? I, my mind went directly to Nick Lee and Carter, um, just because not only from, you know, their folk style success, but freestyle success as well. I mean, both have just looked really good. Uh, even Even Carter at the trials in Lincoln looked awesome. So I think maybe just a little recency bias from that because he's probably the last person I saw wrestle that's like on the team other than the senior level guys. But yeah, yeah you got those guys and then Thomas Gilman, obviously. Yeah, I think for me, I would say it's Gilman and Nick Lee. Nick Lee, because what he did to 
looked so good on NCAAs and then to turn around at the Olympic trials looked so good too. Nick Lee is just big, big fan of him. And Gilman to finally break through and win that world championship after a silver a couple of years ago, a bronze. Well, I mean, he came out of nowhere. <laughs> Somebody so. tweeted that like right after, like, do you think a reporter will ask him if he came out of nowhere? <laughs> like for people who don't get the reference, that'd be hilarious. Um, that's that has to be like he needs to be asked that after every event now. It's like, hey Thomas, if you feel like you came out of nowhere to win this thing. I always <laughs> came think out about of nowhere. How like, was the number one seed? What are you talking <laughs> right. about? I'm I'm always curious if like if I go into press conferences and ask joke questions like that, like references to old things that people get it or just think I'm an idiot. <laughs> I think I think that with you since like you just have that personality and from like our show then like yeah like people will get it but if it was i think we have to try it right if it, if it was like the wrestling changed my life guy like probably not <laughs> right um but like us like for sure yeah because it's yeah it's non-stop jokes all right we need we need to try it so right. on the opposite note so after a... after greg wins nationals okay we'll hey, have to come like, up with a very hey, clever question you feel like you came out of nowhere bud do you think your landlord had anything to do with this victory? <laughs> hey, let's 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 practice. Greg Kirkley, <laughs> national champ. Congratulations. That's what you say. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was number one seed. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ask that yet. <laughs> hey, do you, you feel like to ask it? I just. I just need to let you know. Oh, okay. Well, now I know. But so you didn't feel like you came out of nowhere to win this? No. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right. So from a joke to a serious thing, Greg, you put a you put a post out back in June that as soon as Burroughs put a post out or right after the world championships, he came out and said, like, you guys didn't know I tore my cap three weeks ago. There's so much that like wrestling fans, in the community doesn't know because you wrestlers hide it very well. And I was thinking about your post back in, I think, June where you told people you had a crazy staff infection, life-threatening, kept you out of most of the season. Can you, like, tell that story? Because I haven't heard it aside from, like, what you posted. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of just thought it would be – just thought, like, hey, that wasn't me out there. Just let – I mean, it was me, obviously. I was there wrestling the match. But it wasn't, like, the ability I know I can perform at. So, I mean, people can say what they want and say it's an excuse or whatever, but – I don't, I don't really care, but back then, um, I got like a staph infection in my shoulder. So went to the doctor, they had to do like a, like immediate surgery. Cause it was like a ball of pus in my shoulder and it could, uh, leak down, I guess. So they had surgery, cleaned that out. And then, um, after that I had, they put this medication in my arm through like an IV in my veins and that didn't go well either like it was one of those things that you could go home with and that caused like a couple blood clots so that was so that projected even longer like hey i'm gonna miss the entire season ncaa's and all well how early in the season (laughs) did that happen uh it was like right at the end so from the maryland match two months back because okay. I got cleared the day of the Maryland duel, like yeah. 1 p.m. that day. Hey, so your, your weight your weight was good? You didn't have to get your weight down or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, stayed on weight. <laughs> per- perks of being a heavyweight. Yeah. What was, your, what was going through your mind when you couldn't compete there for a while? Couldn't train? Like, what was going through your head? Oh, I mean, well, for my whole life, all I really do is wrestling, so... That was obviously tough. It's always tough when you can't do the one thing that you're most used to doing. So that sucked. I just watched film, tried to do everything else. I mean, which sucked also because I couldn't do anything. Because I couldn't go on the like <laughs> He would be like in the house watching film on something and he'd come up and grab me and try to like, work some like technique and i'm like dude like i'm not gonna let you do that right now (laughs) and and, like i had to i had to stop i had to stop him a few times and like i would go every time i go in his room this dude would be watching like he'd be like watching the same like technique you know like he'd be he'd be studying some film some 
foreign guy's match or something. He grabbed me, tried to do some like swim shot. And I'm like, dude, we're on hardwood and you have a blood clot in your arm. Probably, <laughs> probably not a great idea. So last year, whenever, you know, we'd be talking about stuff like this, whatever on the podcast. And I said, I would not tolerate any Greg slander. This is why. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that. And I'm so like, what you Chenzo kind of said it like foreign. Like, is that what you're studying? Like watching foreigners? Yeah, I watch a lot. Just guys like even me, Aaron Carter, like we'll watch Iranians, foreigners, Russians, just everything, yeah. everybody. They all do something really well. So very Yanni of you. <laughs> that I that Iranian underhook. We're learning a little bit about that now. We have a Iranian club coach. Really? And he's real, real big on that. Oh yeah, he's the man. We've been figuring it out down here. It's it's coming along pretty well. It's coming along. That's you. <laughs> you might see some underhooks this year. We'll see. Oh, oh I can't wait for I that. Like that. I like that. Guys, real quick, I want to interrupt this because there's a brand new wrestling magazine on the block. Check this out, Grapple Alley. It's over 200 pages long. Has color interiors on shiny satin pages and is perfect bound with a half inch spine like a book. Look at how thick this thing is. Introducing Grapple Alley, a magazine dedicated to highlighting the excellence of amateur wrestling. The first issues out right now includes five poems, several pieces of fiction, six true stories, four interviews, and a section detailing two workouts exclusively in print and meant for all wrestlers past, present, and future, including my son, who's going to be born in January. Read it on those long bus rides to faraway tournaments or in the stands in between matches. Grapple Alley is printed with thick pages, keeping durability in mind for the rough and tumble life of a wrestler on the go. A few blank pages are left in the back of the magazine for you to journal in or for your favorite wrestler's signatures, like Chenzo, like Greg. Grab your copy of Grapple Alley's very first issue at grapplealley.net and use the code GRAPPLELAUNCH10 to get 10% off. That's GRAPPLELAUNCH10 at grapplealley.net a percentage of grapple alley's profits go to canines for veterans veterans guys this is super cool this is this guy brody reached out to me about this to to show me this and i i love it i think it's something unique i think it's something different that's what i try to do with some of the stuff i do so i really appreciate this and if you like to read guys this is serious i was going through it my wife was going through it we both absolutely love it i think just like i just said on a long bus ride on the weekend for all you who are obsessed and crazed about wrestling like so many of us are this thing is just awesome to dive into so go to grappleally.net use code grapple launch 10 get 10 percent off support people who are doing things like this in the sport of wrestling i think it's so so crucial so what was your thought process when you got cleared for maryland i was just excited i was uh well before i got cleared I kind of wanted to see, like, where, where am I at? Yeah. So the day before I got cleared, I kind of did, like, a little spar with a Snyder. And, I mean, I felt all right. I I mean, I still wanted to go out there. You weren't going to change my mind. So, but I just wasn't 100%, you know. Did it matter to you, or were you just so amped up to wrestle that you're like, I'll take whatever I can get? I mean, growing up, you watch big tens you watch NCAAs it's a big show and you're never going to pass that opportunity up so yeah as soon as I knew I had the chance to go I was going to throw all my cards in were you holding on to the hope that you would still get cleared for it or you'd given up at any point I'm sure there was times in there where it got hard and I was just like that's it whatever but um throughout the whole time I stayed pretty pretty collected yeah, that's good. I, I would have like lost my mind. It's kind of outside your control. You, you got to wonder like if there's anything I can do maybe to get in here. So that's, that's a wild thing to go through. How long after the season did you get to that perspective where when you put that post out in, in June, basically expressing gratitude for competing, was that right away? Like after big tens, after NCAAs, or did it take some time to get there? Oh, it definitely took a good amount of time. I mean, sure Chenzo probably knows a little bit but like it took me like, I was upset for a long time about that just like it just wasn't the best to, I knew I could perform and I was embarrassed about it so Chenzo can you attest to that yeah for sure um 
I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, say anything to you at the time or anything like that. But, like, obviously, you know, us watching you wrestle knew that what we were seeing wasn't, you know, the extent of your abilities or, like, you at, like, full force. You literally got cleared and then put on a mat with a bunch of Big Ten monsters. So, like, shit happens. You got to be ready to go. But at the end of the day, like, I just, you know, those guys, they went through a season. They were in shape for that. And you were literally just coming back, like just got like and like i said it's not an excuse i mean at the end of the day i was the one that was willing to go out there and step on the mat and shake hands so and and you you did and i i think you did well i mean you got you all american which is pretty pretty awesome not a lot of people ever do that and now you just have a much better perspective with four years to go (laughs) yeah with four more years Like, like yeah like you guys now like you know, there's there's guys in college wrestling that are older than I am <laughs> because of the whole eligibility thing. I'm not going to name any names, but go Hawks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, like, man, like just the way the eligibility is and stuff like now you kind of have forever. Yeah. So balancing that gratitude for being able to compete, I got to imagine the other side to that is like having a chip on your shoulder knowing that you want more, knowing that you're obviously capable for more. Does that like set up this season? Like you have a chip on your shoulder to prove, not even to prove, but to show to yourself, to show everybody else, like what you're actually capable of. I don't think so. I feel like I don't necessarily need to prove anything. I feel like what I need to do is go out there and like, I mean, at the end of the day, first, second, third results aren't guaranteed, but what I can guarantee is that I'm going to go out there and, scrap all seven minutes even eight nine however long the match goes however long it takes baby however long it takes yeah we're in freestyle season so i'm thinking six minutes (laughs) give me all the overtimes i love overtime (laughs) but yeah that's that's all you can do right like there's no you know promising a win or anything like that like i guarantee i'm gonna win but like get you can guarantee that you're gonna give 110 percent of your effort every second that you're wrestling and that's all that you know, that's all you can possibly do and like you know it being in the coaching game for as long as i have <laughs> that's that's all i ask of my athletes <laughs> greg do you do you focus on i know chenzo has told me a million times how he never really cared who he was wrestling coming up it was just focus on yourself get better and if you're studying film or doing different things like that's great do you like think about other guys, Gable, Mason, Paris, others, or is this just you being the best version of you and then walking out on the mat? I think there's a time and place for everything. So right sure. now I'm just all on myself, just being the best me. But when the time comes, I'm going to pull that film up. I'm going to see what every little thing he does wrong, every little thing he does right. And I'm going to analyze that and I'm going to attack from there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great it's a great place to be. But I don't think enough people like improve on themselves. They're so focused on others, and I don't have the coaching experience that Chenzo has. But I do yeah, think not, it's not many do. So. Yeah, but I I do think it's so important to focus on yourself and and not just competition. When you walk into Penn State every day, like again, I was looking at it yesterday. Tweeted out like. There's like six gold, three silver, three bronze medals this year between World Olympic and NCAAs. Does that just continue to kind of motivate you and like set the expectations of like, you see what's possible all around you. It's happening left and right. Does that help like your focus and elevating your expectations? I think it makes me appreciate um, like the tools I have. Yeah. The people I have around me. But I think anybody has the possibility to be successful anywhere they go. But I just realized how grateful I am and how beneficial I am to where I have these people in my corner. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great place to be. I, I think that, you know, you can excel anywhere, especially if it's a good academic institution, then, (laughs) then you're guaranteed to be surrounded by people with uh, like-minded goals. <laughs> uh, um, but but a real question that I have though, um, all that stuff that's all nice and good. But who's been winning dodgeball with me on? That's a very, dodgeball. very important question. 
Yeah. I mean, Connor Krasik's been getting no, a little bit no, out of hand. He's, no, he's a little no. confident. Carter, Aaron, it's Gosh. good right team. I might need to come back just to hit Connor Krasik with a few dodgeballs. I don't know. I'm kind of sneaky. I, nobody hits me, and I got a powerful arm. So you you throw it at the feet pretty good. Yeah, I will say. I will say. <laughs> I try. I try to get my guys here to play dodgeball, and they like for some reason they just want to play handball. It's insane. <laughs> the handball our, trend is wild. Our room must. Our room's like not set up great for dodgeball. Like it's like either too big or too small, depending on how we like use the space. So. So they they just play handball all the time, and I just sit there and, and hate it. Um, we'll get, I'll get I'll break them soon though. I mean, we played a few times. There, have you gotten Cole to play it? Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't follow the rules, though. He just does whatever he wants. <laughs> um, that, that sounds like Cole. Yeah, not following rules. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs> In dodgeball, he he doesn't really follow the rules. That's just because he doesn't know them. Yeah, baby, that's a great excuse. Yeah, I don't steps, I don't know baby, the rules. Baby steps. Yeah, hey, I didn't know. Can't blame me. But man, all right, Connor. Just the fact that you said Connor Crazy was the first name, I have some issues now. Just because he just takes it so seriously. He does. Hey, um, speaking of dodgeball, I think a bow all the time when I think of dodgeball. Are you gonna fight anytime soon? I yeah. saw within a year. Yeah, I, I want to. I mean, I've been talking to just a couple of the guys on the team, and we all have kind of a similar idea. But, I mean, I would love to go in there and just have a Who's gonna, Who's going to take an amateur fight against you? I, I have to no, nobody. Nobody. Well, there's right a lot now. of stupid people out in the world, though. <laughs> I think I can find something. They, like, they, don't, they don't know if I could strike or not, so. I mean, yeah, but you're like, you're really, you're a good wrestler. And like, freaking look at you, your arms go down to your ankles. Like, <laughs> like who's getting in, who's getting in the cage with you? I'm not like, there's no your, way. Your post said what? Like you want to fight within the next 365 days. I mean, that's, that's the goal for sure. Oh yeah. man. I'll have, to find a, I'll have to find a sacrificial lamb somewhere. I, you'll have to just like. Gino Morelli I, found a sacrificial lamb. Pat Downey, can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, is that a fight or like a grappling match? No, a grappling. No G, I think. Damn. I know. They I should really run would. it back, do no G and do wrestling. They sh- no, they should just do MMA. Just I'm here for fight. that too. Gino, Gino's a special dude. He's a really, really good athlete. Top We've player. been talking about some stuff. He's a super, super nice guy. He's yeah. he's smart, very he's, smart. No, he's very smart. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, Gino's yeah. a very smart guy. He was he was How awesome he? to be around. What's up? How big is he? Um, I'm guessing he's probably about 180 pounds right now, maybe maximum. Yeah, so um, he stays he stays very lean. Well, I mean, Downey just missed weight for 79 kilos. <laughs> so they're probably walking around the same thing. But Gino is not yeah. just in good shape. He's shredded. No, we used to call him G.I. Joe. Yeah, he like, like he's shredded. He's just, yeah, he's slapped together. Like he was wrestling, he was wrestling 165, then he went to 174, and then he just cut down for his first fight at 155. And he was just, grossly shredded looking at 155 it's i'm pumped for that do you know when that is the date for that i'll pull it up i just tweeted it out or insta book instagrammed it out let's see you insta book insta booked it um october 23rd c g8 cg3 cg8 yeah the underdogs and it looks like there's a ten thousand dollar prize 16 man 180 pound no g tournament the underdogs on fight oh, wow. tv we're bringing home the ten thousand. he says i'm rooting for him I- i'm all in i can't wait for I'm, that i'm rooting for pat downey <laughs> <laughs> oh man i actually don't have anything against pat downey like I do only because he asked me to come on this podcast and then he blocked me and I don't understand why that would be my only beef with him. Probably because you're a hater and you've been praying on his downfall. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, 
I mean, you're either with them or against them. I don't know if that's the case with this. <laughs> I don't know if you can be with or against Pat or just be completely neutral against what he's doing. No, nah, you're just a hater praying on his downfall. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm so but, excited Chenzo's back in the podcast. <laughs> no, but but like I said, I have nothing against Pat Downey. Gino is just the freaking boy. Like, obviously, I'm going to be pulled for Gino. Like, that's my guy. Yeah, I'm rooting for Gino. So, <laughs> Greg, I'm curious your thoughts on NIL. I saw you got a shirt out. How's oh, yeah, NIL yeah, yeah. going for you? You've yeah, pump got your merch. Pump your merch, dude. Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, is it first of all, is it available right now? Yeah, it's available. Where it's can up, people get it? Constant pressure. All right. It's um, not the Instagram link. You gotta go on the website. Yeah, I have to go on the website. Yeah, it doesn't pop yeah. up on like on cell phones, it won't pop up. It's like MacBooks for me. CP dot clothing. That's the website. Go there, buy some shirts. Um, I actually Greg, I'm sorry. I haven't ordered one yet. I'm going to order one as soon as we're done here because I kind of forgot. I'm going to, too, actually. <laughs> He's like, he goes, wow. Got okay. it. <laughs> no, I, see, I, see how, I see how it is. So how's the NIL going for you? What's your thoughts on it? You, know, you obviously are one of these guys who has a great brand. You're going to be able to benefit from this the next four years. And for MMA, like, is that part of it? The fact that you can do things like that? I don't know if that's anything to do with it. But it from, sounds like it would be. From what I'm understanding, it can be a part of it, I think. Okay. I can incorporate it into it. So. Yeah, because I would think that with NIL, like, or MMA, if you're going to do an MMA fight, you're going to get paid. And I don't know before NIL if that was possible. Like, I never saw a Kyle Jessler fight before the NIL stuff went into place. So that'll be cool. What has it been like for you, you know, superstars like Vincenzo Joseph didn't have that in college? What has it been like for you having superstar. it? You hear that? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a superstar by any means, but I mean, it's cool. It's not, it's something that's added on, which is nice, but it's not needed. Not like a necessity. I, this main focus is still winning a NCAA title, not getting yep. a clothing line or making money. I still want to be a national champion four times. Yep. Yeah, man, and like you just accomplish your goals, and everything else will fall into place. Exactly. Um, that's what you know. That's kind of just what I've been, you know, preaching to my team. Like so far, it's just you know, when people get caught up with that stuff, I'm like, accomplish your goals, and then everything else will fall into place for you. Exactly. It's almost like you were coached by Kale Sanderson. <laughs> There's, it, it, it's, it sounds like that, right? <laughs> I was just going to ask you, Chenzo, how is it going for you, like being in that coaching role and now you having athletes? And I know guys like Real Woods are like super savvy with his brand. Like he's got yeah. a lot of ambition. He's got a lot of like, he's got a lot of smarts when it comes to that, like marketing himself. Have mm -hmm. you been dealing with that all as a coach yet? Um, no, I just kind of let it, like when it comes to the guys, I let them do their thing. Um, you know, if my guys drop some merch or something like that, I'll buy it. Um, but, you know, Real, Real works his butt off. You know, he wants to be a national champ. He wants to, you know, do great things in the sport of wrestling. And, um, you know, he puts the work in and, you know, I do whatever I can to help him. And he knows that those things come second, right? And that I've told him already, I was like, yeah, you think you're making money now? And you think, you know, your brand looks good now? Go win a national title and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, he's like, it'll be – you know, he, he's not an idiot. He understands, you know, uh, what will happen after that. So, and he already does well on that side of things. So he just, if he just gets more success, you know, gets on the podium, gets high up on there, then it'll be really easy for him. Yeah. There's a lot of guys at Stanford that are exciting that I think are in the same boat. Like Shane's already won an NCAA championship and it'll be interesting to see what happens if he keeps going with his brand power. He has now wins another one. It is the best thing you can do. Like, Winning creates the ultimate relevance, especially in a sport like wrestling, where there's not much of a spotlight on the sport, let alone those who don't win. Like when there is such a small spotlight, winning is so important to be able to grow your brand and capture that relevance. Like it's cool. Like I think, Greg, you have the proper perspective of like it's not needed, but but it's nice. It is nice to capitalize. Like I think more and more. You go out and win four national championships, you'll have more and more abilities after each one. That's where I think it's beneficial. Like if you can make some extra money and if you can continue building your brand and engaging with your audience, 
I think that's huge. So important not to get deterred by just that. Like I see some people doing that or it's almost like they care more about how much can they squeeze and make money right now instead of winning a national championship. Um, So so that's good. I think a lot of people kind of look at Roman and they're like, oh, wow, like this guy, you know, he does all this time with his media and all this stuff and he's still super successful. Well, Roman, like, yeah, he was doing that stuff, but like behind the scenes, no one really sees the amount of work that dude puts in. Like he loves to train. He lives to train. He just not, you know, he looks like he's this big whole flash, like outside looking in, but he's actually pretty quiet to himself and just puts his head down and works hard. And he has people around him that he's like, you know, kind of established um, just really good connections and good people that he works with that pretty much help him out along the way and, you know, help him with his posts and everything. And that's kind of what helped that, you know, foundation for him to kind of just take off. But yeah, you got to have, you got to have that work ethic. That's really it. Yeah. And he's a lot more like, he's somebody who like AJ Ferrari has no on off switch. He's just him and how much he shares is one thing. Like Roman does have an on off switch to a degree in regards to like, like you said, he's super hardworking. He's more of a quiet guy. Like he's a guy who I think Chenzo, we talked about it when he was on here with you where it's like, he'll be on his phone and the girl will be like, are you Roman Bravo young? (laughs) He's just like, like like that's him. But he does have that perspective of keeping his head down working. I mean, we, we built the website for him and I've gotten even closer with him and he truly puts hard work first but he also just realizes what opportunities are out there for an NCAA champion for having more time left. So I think yeah. he's doing the right things. Uh, for sure. I actually, I want to, I want to circle back to, uh, to AJ real quick. So Greg, that's your, that's your boy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with AJ. We're on a world team together. Now, what would you have done if, so- if someone came at you with a 10 pound plate? 10 pound plate. Well, I see also that video. Did- I did see he was in a boot, so I don't know how much you can do there. But if it was in my instance, I mean. Your hands are still working. You have to, like, throw punches. (laughs) You can't let someone charge you with a time plate. No, you can't. can't I was kind of shocked to see that video, like, that he just was. I thought for sure he would have lost his mind. He didn't. He didn't. Why are people messing with that dude like that, though? What's the point of that? I think, I think because he's outspoken. If you're outspoken about anything in life right now, you guess what you get. Oklahoma State people, let that man live. Let him yeah. do his thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people just misunderstand him. I think he's he's, I think he's, so a, good, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State needs A.J. Ferrari more than A.J. Ferrari needs Oklahoma State. I believe that. I think well, A.J. Ferrari – I think A.J. Ferrari brings – I know for me, like, I put more – I give more attention to Oklahoma State because of AJ Ferrari. I'm not saying the oh, yeah. school needs him in general. I'm just saying like they need him for academics for sure. <laughs> I'm saying that like <laughs> all AJ... the studies and stuff he's doing there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like from a wrestling standpoint, like he's bringing such attention to the program that oh, I was, yeah. uh, they haven't State... had in years. They haven't <laughs> had that much attention in years. I, I don't think they have. No, they haven't. No. They and haven't. I think now you have like him and Dayton and mm-hmm. like, that's, you know, and Dayton's a quiet guy. So Dayton, even though Dayton's winning and like he just took home a silver at the world championships, he's not going to be as outspoken. He's, he's a guy who just wants to win and be kind of quiet behind the scenes. And that's it. AJ's the guy who's going to go out there, create content, flex with every person you see who wants a picture. Like that's AJ. You need that. That does more for your, that does a lot for your program. Need. I don't know if you need that. (laughs) I don't know if you. I don't. Need it. I don't have. I, mean, I don't. Listen, Stanford. We don't have guys walking around in like underwear, like flexing with people. <laughs> like, uh, I use the term need, need very loosely. Very loosely. Of course, I. Use I want. It. I want it. I want it. I use the term it. loosely. So, by the way, people listening, they're not gonna like tweet me because Chenzo said it, and you think he's right. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I honestly don't every think they need, need it. Every but, team. AJ Ferrari quote by yours truly Justin. <laughs> I just think it I do think it's just good for the sport. The I'm more 
I'm tweeting it right now. <laughs> Every team needs an AJ Ferrari. <laughs> oh man, nothing like starting things up before the weekend. I know that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm just down. Listen, I miss all my friends. I'm I'm just out here trying to stir the pot. <laughs> Can you at least first tweet that we're doing an episode because nobody knows this yet? So that's gonna excite yeah. people. Greg, while he's tweeting stirring the pot, what are you the most excited for for this upcoming season? Just getting back out on the mat with fans. That's always fun and exciting. I mean, you wrestle every day, but having those fans, that's a added pressure that maybe not a lot of people can take. And it's kind of fun to see those guys break under that pressure. Yeah. Have you, like last year was obviously so different of a year between having the staff infection, being out, no fans, all that. Have you like really gotten a good, good glimpse of what it's like at Penn State under the lights, rec hall, all that? When I first transferred from Ohio State, I uh, went to that duel. Dude, I forgot you went there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right, keep yeah. Going. Keep, going. <laughs> keep going. I I was at that duel. I kind of saw the BJC, how kind of crazy that could get. And that just got me even more fired up. So, I mean, I, I know, like, the potential that it could be. And I'm excited yeah. to experience that. Yeah, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a blast to watch. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Penn State wrestling matches are, they're for real. I mean, they're they're a great time, but, like, you know, without if there's no COVID restrictions or anything like that, you'll wrestle in a sold-out crowd every single time you wrestle. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, and, um, you know, that's what we're, try- <laughs> so we're trying to do here at Stanford. <laughs> you know, surprise, <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly enough, people on the West Coast do not watch wrestling as much as people in the Midwest and East Coast do surprisingly because they like because they can walk outside and sit under a palm tree and get sunshine because they can go surfing and stuff like that yeah all right that makes sense but but yeah i mean you know i was taken aback by that i mean like man you know you get if i could be anywhere if i could be anywhere i want i'd be i'd be at a wrestling match like um they uh have you gone surfing i've watched um i've watched guys on the team surf and I've but you have there. not participated yet? Uh-uh, no, because we've had like <laughs> recruits. We've had like recruits and stuff like that every time. So I, you know, mm. just driving in the cars, stuff like that. But yeah, no, I haven't. I actually haven't even gone in the ocean yet since I've been here. I've been in the really times, but I have not been in the ocean yet. No, I'm a real quick like. I think the last time I was in by an ocean was Miami when we were there for NCAA's, and we like went in quickly. Got the saltwater feel, felt nice. I got out. I'm not a yeah. big ocean beach guy. Neither, neither am I. I mean, I got to be in a in a special type of mood for that. And especially, you know, if I'm like laying out or if I'm just chilling, and then I get I get wet, and then the sand like sticks to me. <laughs> and nah, like I'm okay with on that. You know, unless like I'm making a day out of it, then no. Nah. It's it's a commitment. Yeah, it's 100 a commitment. Yeah, and every time I've gone to the beach, it has not been a full commitment. <laughs> Greg, are you a beach ocean guy? I do enjoy the beach, but it, it sure does take a lot out of you. So, beach or mountains? Mountains. We have both. <laughs> that's 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 my usual that's my usual uh, answer to that. I'll ask beach or mountains. Good thing we have both. You can go from the beach to the mountains and vice versa. How long of a how long of a commute from the beach to the mountains? Like 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's dope. Dang, I might have got this than I thought. I know that wine country was pretty close to the. Beach. I haven't. I haven't hit that yet. I haven't done the wine. Stuff that yet. that's how I know you're busy. Yeah. The fact that you're living in California now and haven't hit wine country yet, I can. Yeah, that I says it all. I people are like, oh, like, have you done this, 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 and this? And I'm like, no, I'm not really off on the weekends either. So, like, I got I got shit to do. No, you have been working like every time we talk, you're like, you tell me 30 things you just did in the last like 24 hours. Yeah, it's (laughs) yeah, it's it's a little insane right now. I mean, I think just this year is going to be a kind of a grind. And then after, you know, we kind of have our foundation set and everything like that after this year, it'll be smooth sailing. But how has the recruiting process been so far for you? Oh, I I think we're going to have one of the best classes in the country for next. Are you year. enjoying it recruiting? Yeah. Um, not as much as Rob enjoys it for sure. 
because that's his <laughs> that's his favorite thing in the entire world is to talk on the phone to people. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I I like it. Um, I think we do a pretty good job too. I think we have a pretty easy going related staff that you know it's pretty easy to attract people here and like it's it's stanford it sells itself did i see you guys hired a director of operations too like this week did um, you guys just hire yeah. someone yeah i mean we're we're in the works for that right now his name's chris caldwell he works with the rtc actually he's probably about 30 feet from me right now um, okay <laughs> yeah he's my one of my roommates um but yeah uh we're trying to put him on on our Stanford staff. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to go, but it would just be nice to have an extra set of hands to like, you know, just do some of the stuff to take off of my Enoch's plate pretty much. Not, not Rob though. He can keep doing all of his, all his work. Yeah. I thought I saw that. Like it was official. I don't, it's not, I don't think it's officially official yet, but we're getting there. Okay. I thought or, uh, I reshared it official, or, but maybe it's not maybe like not. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm just maybe I'm just out of the loop. I thought we were dotting the T's and crossing the I's, but but maybe not. Yeah, I don't know where I saw that. Maybe yeah. How's uh Grant Leith? I want to have him on the podcast. I like that dude. I started following oh, no, him because of you. He's not he's not allowed on. I've told him that he wants to come <laughs> on so bad. Um, no, he's he's not allowed. He's a loose cannon. Oh man. <laughs> no, I freaking love Grant Lee. He you guys were on awesome. the news together like week one there. Yeah, yeah, we were. We we were on the news in uh San Jose Boardwalk, like our like actually our first week here. Yeah. Um, it was kind of, Mr. Pat Minio found that one obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um but yeah, you know, Grant's the man. He's he's a very good technician. Um very easy to work with, you know, he's the way, the way Rob described it pretty much is like we were having a meeting and, you know, we have like, you know, 12 items to take care of and Grant volunteers for eight of them and knows how to do two of them. <laughs> so, so like, that's the type of guy, that's the type of guy you got with him. He's, he's going to figure it out. And he does, he does a really good job. That's a guy you need on the team. I think that's what he had in Mike Gray that he really loves. Someone who just always wanted to get it done. Someone to go after it. You know, that's mm-hmm. Rob is very good at finding those people. Yeah. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for both of your guys' seasons as an athlete, as a coach. I'm obviously yeah, I, splitting my loyalty this year between Stanford and Penn State. And that, but, that's okay. You can wear yeah. half blue, half cardinal. And I'm yeah. okay with that. So here's an idea. I say we do some rapid fire. I'm down. All right. So Greg, you want to go first? I don't have any. Off, I haven't thought of any thing yet. But, All right, Greg, do you have you so ex- explain, explain the very simple game to him? Sure. So we come up with that a couple words. Yeah. So we come up with a couple words and it's called rapid fire. And we just word rapid fire, rapid fire word association. Well, it's been a while. Rapid yeah. fire word association. We throw a couple words at you and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. It doesn't have to be a name. It doesn't have to be a city. A lot of people say something and it's instantly a name. So we can just say a word and you say literally the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. So like if I say Aaron, you don't have to say Brooks. Yeah. You like, please don't say Brooks. (laughs) That would just be not fun. But if he says Aaron Brooks, you could say something about Aaron Brooks. That is hilarious. Got it. Correct. Yeah. All right, you want to go first? You want me to? I'll go. All right. All right. My first one is Pittsburgh. Steelers. <laughs> that was the same one I had. <laughs> Who are what's what's their record right now? They beat the Bills. And I was about to say they're, they're they're one in three. And <laughs> who's their who's their who's that one win against? Yeah, I, listen, <laughs> you can have that one win. Who's I'd rather win I'd rather be three and one right now. I'd rather be one in three with the win over the Bills. <laughs> I I mean, Bills Chiefs this week is a monster game. Monster game Sunday yeah, eight o'clock. Chiefs are going to tear them up. No, no. Oh, Chenzo, no. Chiefs are going to tear them up. Wait, wait, when do they play Monday? Sunday night. It's a Sunday, Sunday night primetime game. I yeah. do. I miss I miss Monday night games because we're in practice. Maybe Sunday night. Maybe we'll go like Instagram live or something for like a little bit. I'm I'm down. 
if you're around. I don't know I'm what your, I don't know what your California Sundays look like. But, Last right. Sunday I was at, I was at the beach. Yeah. All right, shocker. So, yeah. My next word canoe. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> small small very small boat. I just remember your post a while ago about it. I think you posted a picture in one, a rowboat canoe something. Yeah. I thought there'd be maybe something more than just boat, but okay. <laughs> I, I think right. I've only ever tipped it over. I, I actually did tip it over, like in the middle. <laughs> of the water. Thank God I had a life jacket on because I could not flip it back over. Safety first, kids. Safety first. Chenzo, your next right. word. I'm thinking. All right. My next word is spike ball. David Taylor, I don't know why that came to my head. I just remember him playing. Um, David at, Taylor? Yeah. I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my head. Wow. That's all right. right. That's what this game yeah. is about. I think yeah. he posted right. a video so, of it on Instagram. There's no way David's good at spike ball. I don't there's so. absolutely There's absolutely no way. I don't think so. He doesn't have the fast twitch for that. I'm pretty good, I'd say. You, you either hit dangers or you... You're a home run hitter. That's Hit it. or miss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's Greg's Denger City. All right. My next word. I'm going to give you a full name so you can't just say the last name. Casey Cunningham. Leg writing. Yeah. That's the best in the business, man. Yeah. Best in the business. By the uh, way, somebody just responded to your tweet with every team, regardless of sport. <laughs> every team, regardless of sport. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Biopharma Meat. <laughs> I uh, I try to teach his like leg slips to our guys, and then they, you know, they they drill it all and stuff like that, and then we wrestle live, and then they just try to grab my legs and pull them like up to their face, and then I just power half them. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, like that's crazy. I didn't know that we worked on that today. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, uh, Casey Cunningham. When it comes to legs, he's the guru. He knows he knows all. He's one of the greatest coaches in the world. Yeah, yeah right behind me. Oh. <laughs> one Chenzo, two Casey. Oh, man. Um, hmm. All right. I need one more. Let me think here. I don't know. Hmm. All right. I got one. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Joey Bloomer. Oh, he's thinking. Um, <laughs> it's the first word. A word has to be in your mind right now. I know, but I just feel like uh, <laughs> I need a different word. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's this is rapid the... fire, not not. What, funny... What's Chenzo? What's <laughs> not... the what's the what's the coffee that that drips slowly? Oh, they say, hey, this is rapid fire. They say to pour over. It's <laughs> <laughs> rapid fire. <laughs> Oh man! I, yeah, actually, I Dirt, dirty, messy. <laughs> oh um, yeah, those. those <laughs> nah, you got You got to come up with your own. I have to come up with my own. Um. Now I'm back thinking again. All right, I'll switch it. Robert yeah. How Robert Howard. Small, aggressive. <laughs> small, <laughs> small and aggressive. <laughs> Sometimes very angry. <laughs> I hope Robbie listens to this and quote sweets this with quote small and small, aggressive end quote. Small aggressive. That's oh, how that's he a... needs to, that's how he needs to be on the wrestling map, dude. Yeah. Small and aggressive. He, he is a little scrappy. He's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's great. He's guy. a little I watched the gif, GIF, GIF. I watched the gif that I made of him getting kicked in the head in NCAAs 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> That like that looked painful, but it was such a bobblehead effect. Like just... <laughs> All right, my last word: MMA. Champions, UFC. Champions, UFC. Yeah, champion. I like that. That says a lot. Yeah, I like that one. I really want to know what you had to say about Joey. <laughs> I'm sure it was terrible. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll text it to you after. All right. Yeah, we can we can <laughs> we can talk after this conversation. All right. Yeah, and there is word association that's not 
permissible on right. live recordings. So we get right. that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I'm, I've, I can't say that I've done this before and haven't thought of something and went to my second option because, you know. Yeah, we, it does kind of need to be like rapid fire allowed on camera will be repeated a thousand times. <laughs> rapid fire, kind of rapid fire because we'll talk about it for five minutes afterwards. And then, uh, and then, yeah. All right, we'll Chenzo, what's your last bio, word? Bio, my last word is um, every team needs an AJ Ferrari. Every that's team, my needs that's my, every team needs an AJ Ferrari. That's how I'm going to sign off today. Carter Strocky. He is just like, he's on go 24 seven. And he is just like, it, it does not matter. Like, Wait, wait, were you asking for another rapid fire word for me? I thought that's what he asked. I already yeah. gave my, uh, didn't I not do three? No, did what it, was your third one? Or did we only do two? I'm out of it, man. You did two. My third one was MMA, and I don't think you gave another one. Oh, okay. So you did all a right. phrase, and he said I Carter Strachey. Yeah, Car- Carter is all-time energy. Now I just need to think of something to stump you again. Um, all right, Joey Bloomer. Um, no, no, but for real. See, like sometimes thinking of the words rapid firely is even more difficult. Than yeah, it is. It's even more difficult than the answer. All right. Um, I'm going to go with titanium white. Um, great guy. Bob Ross's first color, man. Every time. Yeah. Titanium white. Yeah. He knows how to get it done. What a session of rapid fire. (laughs) Titanium White. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. That might be the episode of today's title. Titanium White. Coffee talk. (laughs) Titanium White. I mean, I don't hate it. You ever watch Bob Ross? You ever watch Bob Ross paint? Yes. I'm asking. I'm asking Justin. I I have never seen him paint. (laughs) No. Uh, No. You. All right. Well, you. Well, you need to. I've never seen him paint. I've seen like Instagram clips and I've seen things, but I've never seen him actually paint. They're like 20 minute videos and he just creates a masterpiece in like 20 minutes. You got to watch. One. All right. I'll give yeah. it a shot. Just pull it up on the tube, man. It's only a Friday night. What else is there to do tonight? Sounds like a no. good night for some Bob Ross painting for the first time. A couple glasses of wine, some Bob Ross painting. Yeah. hundred percent. That's All a right, done guys. deal. I All right, run. guys. Chendo's got to run. Go you Greg this time, baby. I think your promo code is promo code Greg at constant pressure, right? I believe so. Guys, go use. I think it's Greg. I think I remember seeing that. Go use his promo code Greg at constant pressure. Buy some shirts. He's gonna point to you at NCAA's if he sees you wearing his shirt. 100%. So you don't want to miss that. So go buy his shirt, wear it to rec hall, wear it to big tens, wear it to NCAA's, get some Stanford gear. I don't think it's available for purchase yet. Mm-mm. We're working on it. But just be on the lookout. We're November 14th, Oklahoma State, 13th. Stanford. 13th. 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 November 13th, Oklahoma State, Stanford. Come on out. It's a great time. You'll see an AJ Ferrari and who's you Stanford's will, AJ Ferrari. See, you will see AJ Ferrari in Palo Alto. I don't know what else you could possibly ask for. No, nothing. That's a done deal. That's episode 138. Thank you, guys. And the beat goes on.